the Coons and Doe experience. Coons and Welcome back to Mentally Retarded Fraggle Rock. Yeah, exactly. This is the Lunatic Asylum here on uh, Internet Radio. Um, no, we've, we've cleaned up a bit there, but, you know, sometimes you just got to bark at the moon, like Ozzy said, you know. The Muppet and Jones Show. Which one's the Muppet, brother? <laughs> I don't know. You fucking Muppet. Um, what's I been... guess I look like a bit of a Muppet when I'm looking in the mirror on acid or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess you look like a bit of a Muppet. Yeah, that's true. Um, welcome back to the Muppet and Jones Show. Yeah, I'm jonesing for a Muppet. He's muppeting for uh, keep up with the Mr. Joneses. We're sitting here. It's a cold winter night in Sydney. We're just settling down. And I hope you're settling down too in front of the, the hearth. We're going to have to warm hearth. up into it, I think. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to warm up because um, it's cold out there, you know? Cold cold days, dark nights. Just seems like the way of the world these days. But I don't want to be all miserable and depressive, so. All right. Start of the show's been a shambles. I'm gonna I'm gonna christen the show, get this thing rolling. Alright, go on christen right. it. What Doe is doing right now to christen it is getting a big, big bottle of champagne and smashing it over to the bow of the ship that we celebratorily launch each I could time. hear the bubbles fizzing. The, the bubbles the bubbles are fizzing as that's it as it as it sails off into the deep blue Pacific. Uh, what's the name of that ship, Doe? Alright, we're back on track. Are we? Yeah. You're a more optimistic man than I. <laughs> Welcome to the Cones and Doe Show. The Conesley Doington, I think the ship was called. <laughs> the Conesley Doington. Uh, it's registered in Panama. Um, so yeah, what's been happening? I've been doing... Well, fuck God, all. Uh, Sorry about the smacking the lips. <laughs> that shit's fucked up on the microphone. Yeah, um, sounds good though. It lets us lets people know. Well, I, you know what I did do? What did you do? I got up to the final boss on... Metroid 2 The Return of Samus for Game Boy today mm-hmm. like 30 years after I got it yeah I heard it's a notoriously hard game to beat right one of these oh these cool have you heard that yeah I think yeah. so with these because there's, because there's no fucking map right yeah on the first one Ness is probably harder still I assume because there's more like you retain all the weapons you get and you can change between them and shit you can do charge up shots and stuff so there's a bit more to the Ness game but I don't know, it's still fucking hard, especially with no map. There was a couple of bits where I remember as a kid getting stuck and just being so frustrated where you just don't play anymore. Mm, and in the in these times where I've got a bit more a bit more free time to be like, well, fuck that, and then come back to it, two of the parts where I got stuck, it's like just coming back to the game and doing it fresh. I got past those bits quite easily, so it's kind of satisfying because as a kid you just felt well i felt so fucking retarded having all these video games and not being able to finish anything yeah i could do like super mario land and shit like that but 
I reckon that one's probably notoriously easy. I don't know. I've always given up ever since I was a kid. <laughs> I bought magazines with cheat codes on them when the internet came out. I looked up cheat codes on that. and uh, That's true. <clears> I got my Prince of Persia 2 cheat codes back in the day. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, that Prince so 2 Yippee Yahoo. Yeah, you had to buy magazines for that shit. But uh, it's funny you mention that. We're thinking about how modern gaming's changed. Because it used to be back then, or you had a set number of lives, and there's not much of like you know there's, there's a linear progression and stuff but it somehow seems so deep new right fanboys are going to hate it but yeah, yeah there's no, way more skill involved but how in that's moved games, now yeah. to like you pay this digital money to some 19 year old community college girl to perform sex acts on her on a camera like it's weird <laughs> it's weird how gaming has moved in that direction sort of yeah that's basically how it is <laughs> you don't have the game to just get that for free you yeah or is it all the all the little coins you get from mario you get to spend it on uh on Princess Daisy. <laughs> Who's Princess Daisy? Well, she's the Super Mario Land one, so I guess that's a bit... That's showing my Game Boy fucking colours oh, there. I thought you were referring to a specific cam or called Princess Daisy. Yeah, like- I guess it'd be Princess Peach or <coughs> Princess Toadstool. That's a pretty good name for a cam girl. Princess Toadstool. <laughs> Sounds like a bit more than a micro penis. Fuck, a little toadstool. <laughs> you have to pay extra for the toadstool. Um, but yeah, that's very untoward, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I, there was an article I saw in The Atlantic the other day, which was quite interesting. It's a guy who studies generational trends, and he says often you can say, like, oh, you know, the baby boomers were more concerned with freedom and then Gen Xers with money or whatever. But these trends, they take quite some time to develop and identify. And looking at it, they've seen that there was a massive, massive change in all these things, all these metrics and stuff of each generation, especially the younger one in 2012 which was when the point at which 50% or more of Americans started owning a smartphone, right? And it's going to be heaps more. And talking about kids and, like, they go out. It said, like, 12th graders these days go out less than 8th graders did in, like, Gen Xs or whatever. Like, go out of the house, right? And the author was talking to this girl, like a 13-year-old, and was like, oh, what do you do for fun? She's like, oh, you go to the mall or whatever. And the researcher's like, oh, so your parents, like, drop you off? You know, how, like, we did, sort of, you go hang out with your friends at the mall. And she was like, no, no, it's just when I go with my parents, but I just, mum lets me walk, says I have to stay, like, 10 feet behind, and just goes to the mall, but hanging out on her phone. Fuck. And that's what It's regressed so much. That's what going to the mall is. Because... I I had this it's oh, the synchronicity going on in my life is so fucked up at the moment that Metroid thing right mm. I'm playing Metroid 2 on a whim because I want to finish it 30 years later right sure. and then my brother emails me today the day that I've got up to the final boss for the first time I died I haven't mm. finished it yet sure. I'm gonna fucking gloat when I finish that shit excellent um and he was reading some shit about how that exact game is being remade for Nintendo 3DS 11 or mm. whatever and so that was just weird that that was going on. Then what was your point? Because I was thinking about that, the playing outside and shit. Yeah. I was talking with my other friend, local friend, the other day about we sort of experienced it in a way that is comprehensible. Like, I, I legit remember growing up, and I live on a street that's like a hill, mm. and, like, I guess there was not, compared to now, there was, like, no traffic but I still live on this weird hill. It's not like a cul-de-sac or something, but we would play like... It wasn't very often, but I recall playing cricket with my brother in the middle of the street, right? Yeah, it's a pretty hilly and, street to play cricket just like, on, right? Yeah, yeah, bowling uphill and it being yeah. so unfair because yeah. the ball just bounces and stops and, and then you smack the ball down, down the like, hill, go, right? Go get it. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. But all that shit went on, and like even as like toddlers, because my, my brother's a few years older, mm. so I guess he would probably cop a bit of the supervision even as this like six and seven year old mm. but we'd be like you know i'd be like 
five probably or maybe six and my sister's four or three and we're like riding little toy vehicles down the footpath of the hill and stuff you know like playing outside and doing all that kind of shit and probably less than our parents generation where you could sort of go even further away or ride your bike away and stuff Mm. but all that shit was going down but then during our childhood it sort of it got reined in Mm. yeah yeah but that's growing part of it's the times part of it was just growing up right I remember this carefree when you're like 12 and shit. I remember being on my bike and I'm not particularly well, I guess I guess so. The, the I know idea you of the your time. older child getting into sketchy situations is more realistic once they get a bit older. But yeah, still, I, I still think that there was a bit more inclination even to just go out and do that kind of shit in yeah. the first place. Because we had less shit to do. What would you do now with that? If all the computers stopped, what the fuck would you do? I guess go outside, play some cricket in the road, right? Yeah, I guess you were waiting for your Commodore 64 to load all these rainbow colours for like yeah, half an hour exactly. before you play your shitty game. Yeah, we didn't have the internet. You had to go play down the street before you could play your video game. <laughs> your video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I remember like um, I got a, uh, while, we're, while we're reminiscing, I used to live at the bottom of a steep hill, not on it, but um, got like a speedometer for my bicycle when I was like 11 or 12. Like, fuck yeah, this is cool and shit. And like was super proud of myself for cracking 60 coming down this big hill. And me and my friend also, that same time we saw the was a dead lizard on the way and we had games that you came down the hill as fast as you could check your speed and shit like swapping the speedometer between the bikes and then slamming on the brakes the brakes right when you're on the dead lizard kind of thing and to thing, try and squelch it it was already dead we won't be cunts about it but like, <laughs> yeah. and that's what you amuse yourself with for, for, for a couple of hours sort of thing but you know what can kids these days can't be out <laughs> squashing lizard corpses and shit when they've got these aforementioned um, cam whores called princess toadstool all up in their face making it look like this childish fun and games yet they're actually these sex workers and these little kids are getting their mum's wallets and shit to shower bitcoins and shit upon uh you know kelly in oregon yeah the metaphor of it sucking the souls in or whatever like um embalm was saying and like i guess alex jones says which yeah. is funny that they sort of are saying the same thing yeah yeah <laughs> but it Oh, yeah, it's hard. Bob, it's I've hard heard, to. It's I've hard heard, to argue. I've heard, Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. They are little suckers, right? Like, it's so beneficial. There's so much good to it, and there's like all this shit. But in terms of just being these humans going around with this twinkle in your eye, like you know, this bright future, and not just a depressed shitlord playing Fruit Ninja and shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I have to make a public apology <laughs> on this point. I think it's a Vodafone ad. And um, basically, it's these people and they're going around the world. It's like roaming, like good roaming, right? And I said to my girlfriend, she's, we're watching it and I've seen, it's been on TV heaps. And they're over in like Canada looking at this big vista of the Rockies, right? And they're like quite a multicultural bunch or whatever. And one of them holds up the phone, right? And I'm, I'm like, like holding it like this, right? But you can see the mountains in the background. And I'm like, why the fuck are they taking selfies in front of this like super nice backdrop or whatever? It's been pissing me off for a couple of ads. And I just realized what it was. And um, basically, uh, my girlfriend's like, you're fucking racist. They're not taking selfies. They're talking on FaceTime to their cousins or whatever. And it's like an Asian person or whatever with another... They're talking to someone on FaceTime. <laughs> <with this Asian laughs> <person>. and <laughs> she's like, you fucking racist. Um, yeah, because I thought they were taking selfies the whole time. But they're actually... That's for like FaceTiming and shit like that. Yeah. They're actually just talking. But so those racist fucks at Kodak put all that in their heads. Yeah, huh? exactly. <laughs> 
Kodak? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racist. Kodak is a racist company. Don't use it. But Whoever put the Asian guy as the um, the cameraman in Gremlins 2, I'm blaming them. It was just stereotypical. Yeah, they used albeit to... Albeit hilarious. There used to be a lot more stereotyped Asians in movies back in the day. Yeah. Mm. Stereotyping's fine. Yeah. I think we've established that. I don't know. <laughs> sort of gets you into trouble too um, well sometimes it's justified you know uh, yeah I'm not saying to go out and stereotype an individual but this is the thing <laughs> don't go out and do that I'm going to go out and stereotype some cunts today especially those people um, those people love to get stereotyped oh shit um, but there's a point. It just, it's so fun to do, but I just feel like a dirty cunt when I do it because it's not... I see the point of people on the left that there's no point having these, like, you know, in a way, just, like, being mean and offensive to people. It is a, it is a sort of... Oh, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that I don't... I don't want to be... I don't, like, run through my own head occasionally thinking about our show in terms of, like, saying some... Uh, you know, like, deliberately flamey and trolly shit... Hmm. But, I don't know, I think it's kind of obvious by now where our, where our shit kind of lies in terms of treating people individually. And it just sucks that we have to keep bringing it up. But, yeah, like me hating on myself, it's like it sucks as well that I want to keep going there as like this like defense mechanism to just... um to be so super offensive as a joke which is hilarious I do find it funny and yeah. it's to my own sensibility but at some point as well it's like I don't completely subscribe to the character that I might project on this show all the time because it's like you know it is a character and it's a means to an ends for a for the political vibe that's going on at the moment like I'm sick of the shit that gets crammed down our throat by a niche bunch of people that are sort of running the media when it seems like the population of Earth feel pretty normal about gender roles and stereotypes and shit like that and it's just this little neurotic bunch of psychopaths and childless people and shit that want to dictate, you know, what we're allowed to think and shit. And, you know, at the end of the day, think what the fuck you want, but don't tell me what to think. Mm. So that's all it is, really, is sort of getting under the skin of the people that want to be the fucking thought police. Mm. And sometimes I might go a little bit too far pushing, you know, pushing stereotypes or like saying some duncey shit to Mm. deliberately sound like a dunce to make, you know, people on your level, say, laugh or something. Mm. But it's sort of like in that, and in no way am I comparing myself to Dave Chappelle and level of comedian or something, but it's sort of in the similar way that he did so much racially charged shit and then he starts second guessing himself because racists are finding his shit so funny Mm. you know it's like with us we have to start checking ourselves when like white nationalists start finding our jokes funny shit you know yeah and that doesn't seem to be happening because it seems like we keep expressing it if anything deeply enough and you know shitting on enough different groups and stuff that it's kind of obvious that what we're doing and from the feedback I get the brothers love us (laughs) fuck yeah the stats don't lie the stats don't lie fuck 
Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, but I don't think you have to contextualize it. Human language and debates a bit of fun when, especially when it's funny, because that's half the reason that all the shit gets left in is because when I'm editing it, I'm fucking laughing well, at the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, so I'm not going to rob someone of that fucking a few. It's also fucking performative, though. A few we kicks or whatever you call it. It's all performative. The way we do it, the way other people in the media do it, and shit. When I just see it play out again and again, like in a comment thread or whatever, it is this performance. And yeah. Virtue signaling is part of that. Trying to get a laugh is like another part of that and shit. And in a way, it's all part of the richness of a. Uh, of being human and shit but it sort of because I wish time. I could sit here like Duncan Trussell every week and mm. just like spout shit like a hippie and mm. not get boring <laughs> and you know just be like telling people to love but I guess you're just gonna have to buy my book when it comes out for that kind of shit so yeah you know <laughs> I'll buy it I'll buy a copy what's it gonna be called what's the latest working title that's another thing it's like when I when I finished writing it handwritten style I was like, fuck, i got to put this out for free. It's just like people need to hear this shit. You know what I mean? But like, nigga got to eat. Got what? Okay. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, See, I just let myself down again. But How did you let yourself it down? It was in the name of lulls. I don't think you let yourself down. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to shame yourself these days. I yeah, think, that's know? what I mean. I guess it's like being so numb and not giving a fuck about but it's not even it's like it's hard to even word properly speaking of, yeah of numb it was fucked up how the lincoln park guy was actually john podesta and killed himself because he was in the <laughs> illuminati did you see this i i've actually deliberately been avoiding it i don't know why because i'm so into it but it's like there's a point with all this fucking pizzagate fucked up pedo shit that i get so into it because you're so anti-right but then when you start consuming it too much you're like fuck i don't want to i don't want to keep dealing with this shit all the time as well like i don't want this in my head all the time yeah, yeah. like it's fucking disgusting so i've been in one of those sort of lulls at the moment probably because i've went off over the last month or two as well a couple of times just like just write emails about about political shit that i've been invested in in my head or whatever because i've watched a huge spread of all this shit or whatever not that it means anything but yeah it gets in your brain though i'm trying to be morpheus with your friends and shit you know (laughs) yeah like seriously you're gonna love it yeah you're gonna love hating your life every day. Actually, I thought, <laughs> now you put that in my head when you were exchanging these things with M Bomb, he's sort of like Neo as well too. I sort of because <laughs> when he wakes up, he's gonna destroy the world. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, you, you can't enlighten someone. I was thinking about this the other, well, earlier. I was looking at a Facebook comment thread, and this guy had a position on an issue I didn't quite agree with but he was one of these logical type guys and I read through and at first I'm like because eh, I didn't agree with his position but then he argued more and I acknowledged I'm like well I think this guy's actually smarter than me and it's hard to do that really because you generally walk around life thinking that you're the smartest person around <laughs> you know what I mean but that's not true because I've come on here and found that Doe is smarter than me and Doe's come on here and found that I'm smarter than him yeah that's, that's the how, point that that's is how the society point. progresses that is the overall point is that if you're thinking in those absolutes you're already fucked in the first place yeah totally because like i obviously know more about metroid 2 return of samus than you you know what i mean like i don't know about that <laughs> and when you when you find screw attack and all this okay, shit. what gender is samus female oh nice you want but i only know that because of fucking online nerd fanboy shit because i <coughs> didn't own a ness until i was like 
16 years old when I got it second hand. Nice. Yeah, I got um, a um, Mega Drive 1. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Altered Beast and shit. Altered Beast. Yeah. Right from your grave. Good part. That's what happens. Also, I'd like to say goodbye to two people. Glenn Campbell, who just died. I like a few of his songs. He's an old country singer. And I'd also say, like to say goodbye to um, Outback Truckers, which finished his, his season last night. And it was oh. good to see Sludge battle through the Pilbara. <laughs> Fucking Shane make it through the Great Central Desert, you know? He's one of the guys called Sludge. Sludge, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be missing I'll be missing all the boys from uh, Outback Truckers. It's been a wild ride. But they're replacing it next the next uh, t- same time slot next week with Toeys. Oh no! Fucking reality show about tow truck drivers. Yeah, they could end up in some biffos. Mm, a few biffos. There's a car in the lake I saw in the ad. So, <laughs> just in terms of must see TV, just that probably Twin Peaks and maybe The Bachelor. Sounds like some mafia shit. The Toeys one. Yeah, they're only going to put the good ones on there, I think. <laughs> I was wondering, because like, I mentioned my girlfriend about, like, oh, yeah, toys are all, like, when the ad's on, I'm like, oh, you know, toys are all criminals or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, why is that? And I sort of just, like, pulled it out my ass and said, oh, because it's the sort of industry that you need, like, to be a bit intimidating in, right? Like, for, for jobs and shit. Not saying you have to fight, but you have to have a bit of muscle and stuff like that, right? And therefore, it atta- attracts thuggish people. Is that a fair chain of logic I had there yeah and because of the Simpsons episode what they saw this, what they saw Fat Tony do it or whatever no there's just like some I think Homer starts doing it and then one of the other tow truck drivers oh yeah and then he like goes in and does a truck just over the the wrong line or whatever and mm. it becomes this fucked up thing <laughs> right yeah um, and the guy's quite thuggish hmm. That's a, it's a thuggish industry yeah <laughs> that's predictive programming for you they're probably a bunch of angels <laughs> <laughs> The Simpsons told us about 9-11 and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Trump and shit. Okay. Yeah. They sort of had everything. Yeah. So I've been, yeah, just to call back to that thing that I guess we didn't finish. I deliberately was avoiding that one that you're referring to with the Lincoln it, it Park It wasn't real. It was someone doing the and meme the Chris Cornell and all this shit and well, relating was, it to... Did you see anything at all apart from that meme I sent you about the Lincoln Park guy? Or was it just that meme? Uh, yeah, I heard a guy bring it up on Joe Rogan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? And then Joe Rogan shut it down real quick or whatever because he didn't want to hear about it because I think he was either friends or really liked the Lincoln, Lincoln Park guy or whatever. Oh. Um, but Eddie Bravo is out of control. He's yeah. just like on board with every single fucking conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, dinosaurs don't exist. We didn't go to the moon. Um, nukes don't do what they say they do and all this shit just heaps of fucked up shit it's just like you just can't believe anything man (laughs) 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 which is fun but like once it gets to flat earth you're just like fuck fuck but like all the science stuff is flat flat earth sort of the one is that like the bridge or whatever in in Scientology where they tell you that Xeno exists and that's what you have to get past flat earth is probably the one where you're you're legit certifiable once you're on board with that yeah or it's for real. Or it's, it's for like real. The you biggest, never know. The biggest thing of all time. But you never know. Have you seen it? Have you seen the Earth curve? Like we could look up Felix Baumgartner now, yeah. like going up in the sky in a fucking balloon and jumping out in a space suit. Yeah, and that doctored Red Bull ad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 
They filmed it with a fisheye to make the earth look round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's exactly what they fucking did. Sold a lot of Red Bulls, though, huh? Not so scientifically persuasive, but they moved it's hard, a lot of cans It's harder to be, like, 100% on board with the moon shit. I want to be, because I know they've at least put a mirror on the moon because of all the science that they've done after the fact with the lasers they bounce off the fucking moon on the mirror. So they've been to the moon in a sense. Whether the dudes went there just becomes weird because, like, oh, it's so easy to just fuck with the old footage and fuck with all that stuff and just be like, oh, that's not real. And then, like, why did they send the first guys and then the guys that have been there that did it and got it all done? And then they just send a bunch of new guys and mm. some new guys. Mm. And it just seems Hard like... into the meat grind. But also in the back of my head, because that was Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Bravo's perspective as well, was like, mm. oh, and then you just send new guys. Like, as if you're not going to send the dudes that can actually do it and shit, right? But in my head as well, I'm like... <laughs> that's not really but a it's a sci- But it's a scientific project. Yeah. Once you've got it set up to work, yeah. Then the guys kind of are interchangeable. Yeah, go watch the right so, stuff. Yeah, or whatever. I, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, and I've yeah. watched a lot of. I was saying that's Eddie Bravo, yeah. not you. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has as well. That's the fucking problem. It's like he's watched probably all the space documentaries I have. It's just mm. he has got to that point where it's so critical. It's like on any conspiracy, he goes for it. Sort of the way that I'm just so on board with people ramming the trans agenda and femi shit down our throat in movies yeah. in Hollywood and stuff. Yeah. It's like. I've just become compromised on that yeah. subject or whatever. Yeah. But he's well, just a, compromised on all yeah. conspiracies. That's a conspiracy you can believe in. But I'll tell you the one that... <laughs> the, 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 I'll tell you one that always gets me, and this is a bit a bit shameful. I'm not usually into it that much, but I always get quite intrigued and engrossed in the ones that's like, what if so-and-so was still alive, like Hitler or Elvis <laughs> or whatever? Mm-hmm. I, mm. I don't know. Heaps of the other ones don't bother me. The Antarctica me, shit fucks my brain. What well, Antarctica yeah. shit? Antarctica doesn't exist. That's apparently where the... yeah. If you go down the stupid, stupid rabbit holes, mm. yeah, there's a lot of... It sprays off in a million different angles like some fucking crazy spider. <coughs> yeah. But Antarctica is where Hitler went up to the war, right, for this secret <laughs> Nazi base. And um, that's one aspect of it. And there, there was a real operation by the Russians called High Jump or something like mm-hmm. that, right? where they went down to Antarctica to to investigate these claims and shit, right? Mm. And then the other aspects to it that make me think it's weird, because that's just one thing. It's, oh, that's some weird shit. Russians really did go down there and check this shit out. It's some weird thing. Other weird thing, they cancelled all this, like, Antarctica trips and stuff from New Zealand within Mm. the last 10 years and stuff like that, and they don't really even go there from the bottom of South America much anymore. It's generally just scientists and like royalty and shit like yeah. prince harry got to go down there and walk into the middle of nowhere for mm. no apparent reason right mm. <laughs> they, rec- oh, shit. they reckon that yeah there is reckon? legitimate ruins of civilization sure. in antarctica under the ice right it's and like three thousand meters thick because of the, the global thing. climate yeah. some of it has become exposed like the tip of this pyramid apparently a good story and they show you this like shit on these youtube videos of this like oh that looks like a triangle in the ice and shit and you're like yeah but in my head it's like like, you just tie all this stuff together and it makes such a grand like conspiracy that it's so so great for you and you're like and then plato was thinking about atlantis and all this shit and oh my god 
Atlantis sunk under the water and was buried underwater. Is this Atlantis? Ice is water. Yeah. Holy shit, it's the best riddle of all time. Yeah. And all this it shit. makes perfect sense. It got sunk and the whole, under like, this fucking ice. Yeah. You know, like, the global warming <laughs> the global warming revealing it is such an awesome aspect of it too because it's like something to look forward to as the future goes. Like, even though global warming's fucked, you're like, at least we're going to find out more about these alien civilizations. Well, global warming conspiracy is legit as well because that whole thing is fucked. Like... You listen to a guy like Bill Gates, and you can look this one up on fucking YouTube, and he's got, like, this this uh, equation. He's doing a talk. He's got this big equation up on the board, and he's like, carbon equals population times this plus this plus this, right? Mm. And his whole spiel was based on, we need to try and get this carbon thing down to zero. Mm. This motherfucker wants robots to run the world and doesn't even want plants to exist. Mm. Carbon dioxide is what plants fucking breathe, Bill Gates. You oh, complete shit. fucking psychopath. Hmm. You want it to be zero. Doesn't he mean zero emissions from humans, though? Yeah. That's what he means. So, yeah, but yeah. that's but that's still getting carbon from elsewhere. There was like... No, he pl- wants to make carbon zero. The plant... <laughs> <laughs> The plants existed before industry. If we if we all died out, it wouldn't be the end of the planet. Do you think the robots are going to give a shit about the plants, mate? So you opt- okay. So, so thinking that not only is it he wants to save the world, he wants to ultimately like the plant convert life, the, the neon, plant G- G- neon genesis evangelion world a terraforming instrumentality project. So he's trying to terraform, the- convert humans into this crazy fucking techno drone crang fucking yeah. hell nightmare of people plugged into this matrix internet of consciousness. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just turn the world into that lava planet from Star Wars 3 or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that planet. Um, yeah, I mean... I never- you were supposed to be the chosen one! <laughs> oh, not the younglings. Um... <laughs> That was a pretty good Hayden Christensen impression. Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, Sam gets it at everything, but... <laughs> Especially you, Padme. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, but what are we going to do with the world? I mean, I guess people, you gotta, you got to rage against the machine, really, don't you? But, what yeah, are but you, carbon zero, seriously, Bill Gates, who the fuck are you trying that's to... That's pretty... I don't who are you know, fooling, I, mate? I, I never took it as he wants... Fuck like, it, he is the Terminator. He means back to, like, imbalanced, right? <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. I never thought of the idea as he meant, like, we have he to replace... Means zero. We have to he replace... Means plant, legit zero. We have to replace plant life. All right, that's good enough. I'll take that. I'll, take that. I'll pass that on to a couple of people. <laughs> Fuck, man. Ah. I don't know. I suppose ultimately as well as... Bill the, Gates. Yeah. It's... it's oh, shit. That's not too hard, God, dude. Next year we'll be criticizing Google. But fucking, um... <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like in Dead Man on Campus when he's trying to get in your brain with neutrino beams. Hmm. And then that guy gets arrested in the... Is it epilogue? Is that the postlogue thing? Yeah. Sure, epilogue? Yeah, I think so. He gets arrested for trying to murder Bill Gates. Fuck. If only that shit was predicted programming. Man, you really got a thing for Bill Gates, huh? <laughs> I still use Windows and everything. It's mm. pretty funny. I like Windows, yeah. It's like that motherfucker. Yeah, when's the next Microsoft shit coming out? Mm, not like that Trader Jobs. <laughs> It seems like it's so reversed, doesn't it? It's like, I love the 
I love the PC platform, but I'm so on board with the jobs mentality. Mm. My yeah, my life is just fucked. But ultimately, evil kind of Illuminati shit is making your shit. Yeah, but jobs it, like he got the cancer. He got the cancer. And then he fucking um, uh, decided that his kids weren't allowed to play with iPads, iPads and, no. and all that shit. I, I don't that. think the two things were related. I think I'm just making it better for the Hollywood story. But I bet they, Do you know, supposedly as well, Walt Disney, what the very last thing he just wrote on a piece of paper right before he died, the last words he wrote, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell? Yeah. He was like a child actor at the time. That's the other fucking conspiracy that I've <laughs> oh, deliberately shit. avoided that was in my mm. recommended videos as well was headline. And I think the channel that was posting was Pizzagate News. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson is a confirmed pedophile. <laughs> some shit like that. And I'm just like, fuck, I've read all this shit before. I'm not going down it again. It's sus enough. I don't want to know. I don't know if there's anything new. There wouldn't be anything new either. It'd just be some rehash shit on a new YouTube video. But the no more football season thing <coughs> is what reminded me of it. How like yeah. Disney wrote Kurt Russell, hmm. Hunter Thompson was in front of his typewriter and was just like, no more football seasons. No more football, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Which is a high time for missing children. <laughs> that was the one I watched. The one I watched was drawing all these fucked up conclusions about Are kids you getting serious? kidnapped in so football football uh, No, no. No, I'll accept a lot from you. I'll rewire that to my brain for your philosophy. I'm just telling you what that. I've watched. I'm not telling you I'm on board with all this shit. I said it was one that I deliberately avoided because I'd already come across it and it was already crazy but, enough. Yeah. So yes, fun. you're getting crazied out at the shit I got crazied out at. Fucked up. I saw those football on the TV this weekend as well. Does that mean... Oh, shit. Okay. There's quite, okay there's, there's quite a lot of football coming up. I saw like over the last weekend and shit. And just at my phone, just before I got here, there was an Amber Alert or whatever I saw. Because I, I subscribed to the New South Wales Police. Could be related. On Facebook. <laughs> it's like how the Fuck Super Bowl man. is such a big event that it's like a massive hub for human trafficking. Yeah. And it's like, well, the two aren't really related, but because it's this massive event, it just attracts that kind of thing. So, yes, it is related. Damn it. Hmm. Yeah. I also read a study. <laughs> I also heard of a study that Super Bowl was that night for the highest amount of domestic abuse. And it was like a meme for ages, but apparently it's not true at all. They <laughs> <laughs> want it on as late as possible for the yeah. most drunken violence. Well, that's a fun fact, yeah. So that the um, domestic abuse ads hit home a bit harder. I have to get the some- wife can just point at the TV instead of having to express anything to this <laughs> this dunce of a husband. Yeah, this dipshit. Um, have you seen these ads on TV? These new anti-terror ads, like oh, like it's like people looking at such shit like a bottle of hydrogen peroxide in the bin outside. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Anyway, they're pretty gay. But I was listening to Two GB Ray Hadley <laughs> the other day, and they had the radio version of that ad on. And it's just like, this dude's like, oh, it's, he had a weird... Da, 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 da. And this chick comes on and it's like, he was looking on the laptop, something about joining ISIS and, and going to be a hero in Syria. <laughs> and that was pretty cool. So my props of the week is to that chick. See, it was something about going to be a hero in Syria. It's pretty intense. Uh, so I'm just saying, keep an eye out. If you hear anything about that. Ain't no heroes in Syria. As Tony Abbott said, it's bad guy. Baddies versus baddies. I think he did say that at one time. Oh. <laughs> Putting it the way the Australian public can understand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Yeah, I got a soft spot for Toads. He says that you should vote no against marriage equality if you want to stop political correctness in its tracks. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck. Listen to your heart. Yeah, it's a hard one. Yeah. Because it's like gay guys kind of do exist. Lesbians are fake and tranny is a mental condition. Mm. If the gay guys just didn't want to get married, it wouldn't even be an issue, would it? They don't really want to get married. So what, lesbians are just making all this shit up? I don't know about lesbians. (laughs) But as we've discussed before, I can't penetrate Winky Winky their world very much. Yeah, and I don't... um I don't mind at the end of the day with the gay marriage thing, but it's not like Tony Abbott doesn't have a point when it comes to political rec- mm. political correctness and floodgates opening and all this shit and yeah. people fucking marrying roller coaster parts and you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, you got to get that part of uh, our. You've seen that docker, haven't you? I've seen the docker. Yeah. Yeah. I've had my. She seemed pretty intensely in love with that roller coaster. Well, I've had. Who would you be to take that away from her? I've had my eye on the bush beast at Wonderland ever since I was a tiny little kid. <laughs> I was so sad when I was so sad when she moved to Malaysia. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it is a slippery slope. Like originally, it was like yeah, like oh, this is a slippery slope argument. Like other people aren't going to be doing doing. But now, like especially in these South American countries, I've seen heaps of this dumb. Like oh, the three of us are married. Like da 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 da. So they're leading that bullshit down there. That um, polygamy. So stuff. it does open. Here's my prediction as well. It pretty soon in it, some countries it dude, has opened the gates for polygamy. Yeah, no, but polygamy here soon between the Muslim community, the Mormon community in America, and social justice kind of polyamory people, they will push for polygamy, and that will be the next uh, the next thing to go. It's poly love plus also with this PC version because the Muslims will enjoy it too. It's like what the fuck. It'll be this crazy social justice Muslimo attack on the tr- fundamental family. You mark my words. But that's po- like, polyamory that. and polygamy and everything tend to end up being a patriarchal kind of deal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point. That's how it's dealing with the modern sexual mating market. So how would they end up um, supporting those kind of things? Does the gay community end up supporting polygamy and polyamory because they were supported to get gay marriage in the first place? And it's like, you're paying back? There are debates amongst them, but generally the left all moves in that one direction, especially on issues like this and shit, you know? But what what could even possibly be the benefits of polyamory and shit? Because they've already... Like, and not to sound, like, totally bigoted and fucked up, but you have to generalise sometimes. And, um... The Muslims out here, to a large extent, are already gaming the fuck out of the system, right? Because you get your wife, you then get divorced or separated, right? You get your next wife and you go away. And then every single one of your wives claims single parent welfare, right? But in the Sharia court. But they just do that shit. So that's worth way more Hmm. now than introducing polyamory and polygamy laws because then you're legally bound to uh, there'll be a way to people to work out but anyway, you know what you I mean right. so what's the fucking you might point? be right they might be like no like the, the mainstream Muslim community might be like no we don't agree with this and like side with uh, traditional um, Christians and stuff but it's how these I'm pharmaceutical think, companies want to keep drugs illegal because the black market's worth more I'm just I'm extrapolating this from the point of view that ever since we were young the amount of social and sexual liberalism is just expanded and nothing can really stop it from just degenerating traditional family structures and shit at this point 
it's never got more conservative about that shit it's just a one-way thing of social whatever you want to call it progress or you might call it collapse or you might want to call it sort of just an unfolding or whatever but that's the direction it moves in until society collapses and it has to move to traditional ones again i guess the so. sad hate facts of the situation i guess well and the the good side of it too is that i think we could agree that there's no problem with whoever wants to love whoever and you know your choices are yours and at the end of the day if it was just a binding contract in the sense that normal marriage is mm. we could be on board with that um but in terms of like the tradition of the family structure statistics would suggest that a family with a two-parent household Mm. like man and a woman tends to produce the most benefited offspring in terms of like Mm. you know like societal fucking cohesion and like Mm. opportunities like education like it just I'm not sure where I'm pulling this shit from, but I'm sure I've seen these statistics before. Well, it stands to common sense as well, too, yeah. I guess. But, um, these, and then, are hate, these are hate facts. Yeah, though. but being able to state that is a hate fact. Yeah. And then it's like... But that's all I'm trying to do is defend that unit and saying the reason that it was... That marriage was made in the first place is because of that holy matrimony. You know, sure. like this fucking... Like, it's hard to argue with. Like a cock goes in a pussy you know it's like when you put the plug in the wall like those things are supposed to happen and shit like like it's pretty it's pretty fucking obvious from an animalistic point of view and then that's just an extension of that holy union that creates another person right Mm. so that's all the argument really is there they're just like traditionalist and saying that the new people are saying we want to have these crazy cooked out families that may have higher suicide rates or less chance at fucking life or whatever but we're allowed to do it so i'm on board with do whatever the fuck you want but there's there's a weird there's a weird line that isn't discussed which is hard to come to terms with even in my own head right now talking to you it's like i'm on board for an individual to be able to have the same rights as the next person right Mm, sure but in terms of what marriage is like it's yeah. not that hard to understand what the Christian traditionalists are talking about, know, but everyone is trying to dance around it like yeah. it doesn't exist, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way I see it. It seems to me that you know, yeah. I mean, this is a conflict. This is why it's tricky because it is individual rights versus what might be common sense and for the common good or something. But even well, it's not even that it's for the common good. It's just that you're then enabling these different. Well, it enables things that could end up in, like, amazing excellence and shit, you know? It's not like robbing that, but... But as an overall thing, is it healthy? Yeah, the statistics could be brought down in the process. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, that's a real conversation about it. We come to no conclusion, but... And it's not hateful. The choice is up to you, listener. If you're participating in this ballot, we're not going to suggest it one way or another. When you make up your own fucking mind the way we haven't. Yeah, exactly. You fucking bigot fruits out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, okay. Well, that's that's it. I suppose we're going to find out. The whole thing's sort of a little bit retarded, but you know, what you're going to do? Instead of, yeah, you're a bigot and you're a kook and whatever. Can you even say fag anymore? I think you can. Um, I think if you're black, you can. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I, I guess I hear that generally more from white people, but it's probably just um, just from being around a lot of white people. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, right? Yeah. I hear most shit from white people too. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. No. Well, even Jesse Ventura, you know, the slack jaw faggot. It's like probably my most memorable one of what a white person's ever told. Saying me. faggot. Yeah. <laughs> A white person saying faggot. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots. I don't know if you can say this word. This shit will make you a sexual tyrannosaurus. Just this, like me. This also, um... Man, he could have been president. There's also the bad... <laughs> there's also the bad drug dealer in the Australian crime drama G. Who says he's on some ads and stuff, and he's like, "Watch out, boys! This faggot's got friends." <laughs> um, it's that big guy that's on the ads and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Ben someone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giovanni. Giovanni. G is a pretty hardcore movie. Yeah, go see G. If it's out there in G- cinemas now. G E E in cinemas now. Fuck yeah. G the movie dot com. G E E the movie dot com. Absolutely. See yeah. if the website's up there from ten years ago. Yeah, go check it out. One of the best Australian releases of the last twenty years, I'd have to say. Fucking over home and away level acting. Hmm. Sub fucking what's that um bad boy bubby budget kind of thing. <laughs> 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 Fuck man, <laughs> Bad Boy Bo- Bubby probably had like a fucking epic budget. <laughs> it's just a fucked up weird movie. Just locked in a room. Looks dingy as fuck. Speaking of that dark, that dark shit, I have to just relate. I guess today the most memorable thing I got in the lift at work and went down, going from seven to the ground, and um, these people got on at like four, and there were two cleaners in their fifties, a man and a woman, and they got in there like, oh, you have to move that back a bit there, and they move it back, and you know, they're just cleaners, and they're, they're moving the stuff back, and then they start talking, and the dude says to the woman, he's like, oh, I, I'll, let, I'll let my wife borrow this, and holds up this weird little blade sort of thing, cleaner, and it's like, oh, and she's, she's taking, I, I lent her the blade, and she's, all the blades come off it, and the other chick's like, oh, oh no, what happened, and she, like, what happened to it, and he's like, oh, probably used it to cut her throat. And then looked at me, kind of thing, like it was chuckling. And then the chick was like, "Ha ha ha, that's how he is." To me, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Fuck. I got to give props to that guy for braving that joke in a lift with like a random stranger. <laughs> that's pretty dirty. I wish I had that sort of courage, you know. I don't think he gave a fuck about much, though. To be honest, <laughs> it's like a fifty-something-year-old cleaner, but yeah, it seems to be a common um, trend among. The cleaning staff of the world. <laughs> what? Grumpy profanity. Yeah, I remember um, smoking cigarettes across the road from our school one mm. day when we were in year 11 or 12, probably 12. And um, quite obviously smoking there, but like, you know, not trying to get caught, but not really hiding. <laughs> and then we came back across the road to the school and no teachers had seen or anything. And yeah. then... This cleaner guy, known as uh, Flat Top Mullet. FDM, yeah. I'm not sure if this story has breached the Cones and Doe show before. It may have. Oh, but um, he met us as he was cleaning up some leaves or some shit like that, or maybe some rubbish, as we walked back into the school from Miller Street. And uh, <laughs> he's like, 
oh you guys down over there you think you think we can't see you smoking and and i was like yeah we're probably smoking crack right trying to sort of smart ass the school cleaner because who gives a fuck about the school cleaner you know the guy was quite funny one of the better ones but as i said um haha we may as well have been smoking crack his like whole demeanor sort of like all the blood drained from his face and he like got this fucked up cold death stare and he's like if i catch you guys smoking crack i'll stab you in the fucking neck <laughs> and like clicked back into laughing and shit like oh fuck <laughs> so it does seem like this common thing among these cleaning guys fuck I guess life like neck stabbing and fucking slitting throats and shit <laughs> <laughs> fuck they're gonna write <coughs> cleaning up everybody else's fucking shit all the time fuck I think they're in a union <laughs> with the bus drivers in the world aren't they <laughs> The grumpiest profession. Oh, yeah, fuck. I owe the bus drivers an apology, well, I guess. Uh, well, I, no apologies to Forest Coachline as they've made my life <laughs> a living hell so much, right? That even when I gave in, I used to live like heaps close to my workplace, right? This was back when I lived in the suburbs. And Forest was, Coachline's yeah, fucking notorious. Th- there was a bus that went from there outside my house to the other place. Every morning it was at least seven minutes late. Like, right, it's retarded. <laughs> and I eventually bought a car and was so happy and got this Commodore and shit. Like, I worked at this job enough. Even though it's only a few kilometers from work, I'm like, I need a car. And then when I got the car coming back from the freeway from Newcastle, coming through some back streets, I got hit from behind. Some guy rear-ended me, and he was an off-duty bus driver for Forest Coach Line. <laughs> so I used to just hate the fact that if you fucked up on their bus service and accidentally missed your own stop by one fucking stop... Yeah. They're like, nah, there's no fucking forest bus stops in between here and the next, like, 10 fucking kilometers or some shit. It was always some bullshit. You have to wait until the next forest stop. You can't let you off at a state bus stop and all this shit. And you're, like, so used to catching state buses. You're like, there's 20 fucking stops between here. I had to deal with forest. Forest is mine. Just let me off the fucking bus. Like, nah, I'm not allowed to. It's it's illegal and all this shit. Like, what the fuck? No, you should check I had to walk back over the Roseville Bridge one day because I missed a a bus stop. Like, I tried to get off for a Forestville bus stop mm. and then I ended up like halfway to fucking Chatswood and had to walk back over the Roseville Bridge to go to my friend's house I was <laughs> I was like, like, son of a bitch <laughs> just like let you, me up the fucking bus that's why you gotta pay attention <laughs> you, you gotta pay attention oh, you gotta go. shit. Oh, I had my head in the clouds as a kid oh, yeah. like, I left my saxophone on the bus like three mm. times two at least yeah I did a good deed some lady buying a chocolate bar from me today in front of me she bought something and I, oh, I was getting a chocolate bar and she like thanked the dude in front or whatever finished painting and like he turned away to do something and she just walked away like leaving her a, a, <laughs> a phone you know fuck yeah so I took that shit smoke more pot eh smoke more pot yeah she seemed like it she, her head was in the clouds fuck but <laughs> fuck forest coach lines oh, put me in a bad mood ugh <laughs> <laughs> uh. What do you reckon? I saw an ad on the way here. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that, right? And it's this thing called Covan, Kevon, the Kevon, right? So let me tell you about Kevon. It's this weird fucking thing on the side of state transit buses, actually, as you speak about them, where it seems to be some sort of um, theater restaurant in Newcastle, like a vampire-themed theater restaurant where you go for a set meal or whatever and they're advertising it here coming through neutral bay and it's up in hamilton the suburb of newcastle <laughs> do you reckon you would go to that a vampire themed a vampire themed like dinner theater restaurant i get i get the appeal but i watch too much alex jones and Infowars to go to something like that these days 
I'd be like, the people here are probably into spirit cooking and shit and jizzing in my food and stuff. Well, says Classic Kavon is an ever-evolving show, continuously running all year round, incorporating the best of the best from all the shows we've performed over the years. <laughs> Classic Kavon is home to our customer that casts favorite numbers from each show, which were just too good to retire at the end of another show season. Join a crazy cast of our best-known characters as they take you on a frightfully funny night out, complete with well-known sing-alongs and crowd interactive games. It sounds kind of fun. <laughs> our, cl- our classic Cave On show runs for 2.5 hours and includes a main meal with every ticket. I just imagine it appealing to the Twilight audience, though, and I find that fucking intolerable. Um, but it could be fun, you know? I went to a Wild Western-themed restaurant in Florida when I was about 10 or 11. Yeah. And as much as... Yeah, I had no investment. 11, though, yeah. yeah, but as much as I had no investment in any of that, it was still like really quite fun and entertaining and like these fake sort of like Wild West chicks coming up to you to like, you know, like take your order and stuff. That's what cool. do you want, sweetheart? The most pure. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the most pure one of those experiences I think as I had a kid. You know how heaps of things are still kind of disappointing. Was when I was a kid and we went to Movie World and I saw the little reenactment that they had there with these like fake western like fake hollywood car oh, yeah, chase yeah, and yeah. shit oh it's so good Sick. when you're like seven or eight years old and falling off these roofs on yeah falling off these roofs like you're immersed in it so much <laughs> and then the penguin trying to put me in a cage outside and shit oh yeah. shit i forgot about that yeah exactly oh shit yeah so it gets shit it gets fucking real up at movie lot oh fuck get your flippers away from me <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't know if that character would biting into raw fish always dirty me yeah, out of it as well. Even though I've eaten so much sashimi by now. Yeah. <laughs> as if that's the same. Like, <laughs> you, you eating the delicate little sashimi like the penguin in this underground cave. Like, ah! And chomping in scales ah. and shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a little bit nice. I fucking hate it when you get scales in your fish. Ah. You're a little and bit Bones and shit. What a pussy. Give the Japanese some credit. They're supposed to eat the bones, that. man. You're supposed to get the bone broth. I got the bone broth. I got that caveman. I had some the other day. What is what some it's bone like broth? chicken bone broth chocolate milkshake thing, right? <laughs> oh shit! It seems like it's pretty good, but the only problem I would say is it comes in like this little tub that's probably the same size as that Blackmore's for yeah. sure thing. So like, you don't get that much. Yeah, you get like a few serves. I don't want to import like all this fucking you know protein powder from fucking Texas and shit. I'm sure I can kill a few chickens and boil them down, but Fuck. Um, I don't know if I can get them to taste as good though. There seems something sus about John Oliver. Fucking did a thing on his show, basically like showing bone broth, or showing the caveman shit, and saying how gross it was. But I don't think he tried it because I sculled it, thinking it was going to be gross. I don't know. This is because I'm pa- drinking it because it's good for you, yeah, but sure. not because it tastes good. Sure. But, but then the aftertaste wasn't as gross as I thought it would be. It probably would classify as nice, but. Here's when what I, I want to know. Those things I just fucking stole. Isn't the idea that heaps of our shit is like fucked up and manufactured and shit, and we should be eating more natural? But at the same time, isn't that such an artificial type thing to get powdered version of art of chicken bone broth sent to you in a plane from Texas? It's not really yeah, like the, I don't. The transportation doesn't bother getting me. so many radiations up in the eyes. On us, on seriously, highly radiating my bone broth. Yeah, the shit, shit works fine in America, but as soon as it gets above thirty thousand feet on the way, all the way over the Pacific, just the sun beating down on it, just damaging the it sun these, beating down on it. All these, all these ultraviolet fucking rays and shit. Everything, yeah, sol- cosmic rays, yeah, cosmic radiation and shit, fucking it up. So who knows what the well, fuck I don't you care. Have. I don't fucking care. It seems like the supermail worked. I got like. I got like <laughs> fucking rager boners the next day, cool. right? After taking super male vitality, which is cool. I reckon it's got all these endocrine dis- 
disruptor blockers or whatever sure. fuck in there. That sounds like it's the all good just shit. leaves and bark and yeah. all this fucking shit when you read it. But raging bonus the next day, day after, pretty fucking raging. Mm. Rest of the week. <laughs> Like, pretty much, like, damn, this thing's, like, this is working my way kind of thing. Mm. And then, like, after the week, like, oh, yeah, kind of, you know, going away. So, I'll probably have to get some more super mail going. But I just need to, like, have some time off it as well and do some normal shit just to make sure that it's not one of these things like that, um... What's that shit you rub in your hair? The fucking Propecia and shit like that? Where if you keep using it, it's fine and your hair stays there and shit. But, like, it's almost like the act of using it if you stop using it you go bald quicker or some oh, shit. shit so it's like i don't want to accidentally take some eastern medicine that's going to make my dick go soft from making yeah. it too hard or something yeah but it seems legit so super male seems pretty legit x2 the iodine one seems pretty legit but once again i'm worried now that after getting used to having iodine in my body because then that became normal to have normal energy again I haven't been taking it every day. I've been like, oh, having it one week and then a week off and a week on. And now it's been a couple of weeks since I had it again. And I've been feeling like fucked up tired, like in the days and stuff. But so is my friend down the road and his girlfriend. And we basically came to the conclusion that they're probably just chemtrailing like Prozac in the air and shit and just making everyone tired for the um, martial law takeover. Yeah, you can't escape it, dude. <laughs> you can't escape it. It's, it's. I'm trying to get all this good energy and fucking vitamins and all this shit and they just dump this shit in the sky. Hmm. Through the sky and through this thing, through your yeah, phone. Yeah, getting sucked into your fucking smartphone. But even it is the devil. It's the mark of the devil and shit. I hate it how all those metaphors work for all that shit. It fucking sucks because mm. video games are the shit. No, it's ended up in something psychotic now. There's but it's like once you that. get the microchip in your hand to do all the swiping and all your credit card shit, that is the mark of the beast. Yeah. Like, Pretty it's much. ridiculous. Why, why are these technocrats devising all of the next level of humanity to go along with the worst shit in the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's like they really do just watch Neon Genesis Evangelion and they think they're fucking Sealy or whatever. Like, oh, we're the I think old men fucks that have been put into the robot already. You have to bow down to our will. But the technocrats, here's the scary bit, is that they sincerely think this is the only way to be able to cope in future without changing technology and shit. It's this sort of totalitarian techno state. And the second part to that is that they may be right. Ah. Uh, all the plants again. These palm trees are going to be like these little robots still, kind of Bill Gates, like looking if, like. If we really sense. gave a fuck, we would test out raising up the entire world's living standard first to see if it would actually make falling birth rates a thing for the entire planet. Mm. But fuck that noise. Let's just poison everybody. <laughs> I'm poisoning the wrong people, if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> well, on that note. Ah. <laughs> You got any little, uh, any personal epilogues for the show today? Any little personal epilogues? I still haven't done any phone fucking mining today again. I'm going to have shit for months in my phone. Let's see if I got one for the end. Yeah, yeah get, us, get us a story. Uh, in the meantime, I'd like to say RIP to, um, we already gave an RIP to people. 
to pee, yeah. Big screen burlesque relives some of those magic moments from the silver screen, featuring songs from popular movies such as Chicago, Grease, Moulin Rouge, and Cabaret, performed in comical cabaret style and stitched together with blurbs and information about the film. With all the risque costumes and adult themes, but none of the actual nudity, the Cave On guys and girls invite you to join them for a history lesson you'll really enjoy. <laughs> what do you think? It sounds like I'm really going to enjoy it. Warped and wicked, fuck. So that's Cave On, <laughs> and that is uh, up in uh, Hamilton. Hamilton, up in New South, Newcastle. <laughs> We're sponsored by Cave On tonight. <laughs> You can make out with some cold vampire tongue. Oh, it just does the most amazing Elvira, honestly. <laughs> so, so it's just like a it's like a cabaret show, yeah, just cabaret mashed up theater. vampire everything. Yeah, just all the pop culture. That actually blank. sounds alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thirty five bucks a person, and you get dinner for that as well too, and a two and a half hour show. You'd probably end up having fun if you went out. Mm. That's what's so funny. Yeah, you'd have to have a few drinks because no doubt it's going to be show tuny and pretty homosexual. (laughs) It's going to be pretty pretty homosexual. The cream of Newcastle. It's not like you can't enjoy that. That's what I'm saying. It could be fun. It might be quite endearing, I think, because it's sort of provincial, like these Newcastle, like amateur actors and shit kind of thing. They'll put their heart and soul into it, like amateur Gilbert and Sullivan productions or whatever. (laughs) Like, you know, it's amateur drums, you know? They're not these prima donnas. (laughs) I remembered this thing. Kind of recently. I don't know how old this fucking note is from July. Um, in terms of all this race and diversity and, oh, like, no. all the fucking uh, identity politics and shit that we desperately don't want to be a fucking part of because mm. when I grew up, like... And I tried to express this the other week and probably did to a certain extent, but we grew up so fucking blind to all that shit, right? Mm. To the point where I watched Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves recently, right? Mm. And in my head, this is legit, I was watching it again and it got up to this point where this little girl comes up to uh, Morgan Freeman and she's like, oh, why why are you painted or why is your skin painted? Yeah. Like, because he's black, right? When I was a kid, I thought when she went up to him and said, how come you painted? I thought she was talking about his freckles. Oh, really? And I thought she was saying that God painted him because he had these freckles on his face and shit. Like, there was, there was no black or white in my head in that thing at all. Even when she's saying, like, why are you painted? I'm, like, trying to justify because he's got freckles. Oh, that's why he's painted, because he's got freckles on his face. Hmm. Like, it's legit not in your fucking head. And then it's like, yeah. Well, if that's the case, when we saw him at LAX, why were you being so patronizing to him? Tell, <laughs> telling him to grab your bags and take them to the terminal and shit, man. Fuck. Times yeah. change. And then I took his bags to the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that would be a cool I one. didn't know why I took his bags, <laughs> but he looked like someone from a past life that I should be carrying his bags for. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know you could do that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, props to him. Morgan Freeman's a cool guy. Oh, but, um, he's fucking awesome. No, that just goes to show the beautiful innocence of childhood. Yeah, I love it. It's just like, which is why fuck. around football games you have to watch the fuck out because there's fucking yeah. predators everywhere. As soon as that fucking, <laughs> as, as soon as that kickoff goes, football season. It turns me into a raving lunatic because I can see how it turns other cunts into pedos. You know what else they call football season? Seriously, <laughs> hunting season. <laughs> Because it's a fall. That's when you go out duck hunting. Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. 
Building seven. Oh my god, Illuminati confirmed. No, I don't want to Pennywise I, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, wouldn't it okay, you can get down these rabbit holes, but aren't you doing a disrespect to these people? I'd rather just like ex- you that time you spent. I like investing- the essence of Hunter S. Thompson more than the idea of this fucked up conspiracy. Yeah. But I'm not gonna throw it all away because sure. of the way that the elite seems so fucked up and the way that he seems to have glanced the elite at least Mm. you know he's sort of come across that world seems like he's been kind of disgusted by most of it Mm. but sort of ended up just dealing with it and kind of half in it for the rest of his life maybe Uh, not in it but you know I can see maybe that but no I like um, where the buffalo roam more than I like the idea of him being a piece of shit so Mm. you know so you having- until they have fucking credible <laughs> a credible YouTube video because <laughs> we all know MSM is sucking a dick right now who is? mainstream media <laughs> um, MSM girl <laughs> is that Rosie Perez or John Leguizzi armor? <laughs> oh shit oh, mm. I wish I could do a Rosie Perez fuck oh Billy you're so stupid <laughs> maybe if you don't fruity Brilliant. That's brilliant stuff. <laughs> um, I've been watching a little bit of the Nanny recently, too. Girlfriend's Yeah, it's surprisingly... It's, um, it's, it's quite entertaining. Like, pleasing. Yeah. She, it's good. She's, she's kind of hot, though, right? Okay. She's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is, I think that's the main I'll thing. I'll tell you what. It's serving hot. hot, right, but her doing a sassy punchline and then doing her little walk and then, like, sticking her head yeah. down and putting her finger down, it's irresistible, right? Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> My dad used to hate her voice. All right. <laughs> like, that was the main thing. It was just like, can we j- oh, just turn it off? Like, he just could not handle her fucking voice. <laughs> Even though it's so fake. Well, probably because it's so fake, but... Her mum I have more trouble with, but... Um, but yeah, good. But oh yeah, I saw an episode <laughs> recently where she was taken on a visit to, by Mr. Sheffield's rich sheikh friend who owns like <laughs> Nuristan, this Gulf oil con- uh, kingdom. So Fran goes there and meets the handsome prince, right? Who is just the actor who plays Mr. Sheffield, done up like this sort of like Arab prince sort of thing. The good woman's fine as shit, and her making jokes about like not using an Israeli passport or something like quiet don't tell him you're Jewish and shit like that. It's pretty cool. They could be a bit fearless about that stuff back in the 90s. Even a nanny episode is quite edgy these days. So it's pretty fresh. Brighton's such a fucking little cocky prick though as well, but he's, he's entertaining. I must admit, I only saw like half an episode recently, but yeah, I was yeah, just good. thinking, yeah, this chick's hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, the whole presence and everything, it's hard to... Mm. I wasn't expressing it right. <laughs> you only lasted about half the episode. <laughs> I think I was watching it at a mate's house. Oh, she's, not, yeah. she's not that hot anymore. I'm going to go get a snack. <laughs> well, maybe she was too hot for me to stay. <laughs> it's so sad just bringing women down to their sex appeal. Oh, I had a personal conspiracy theory that we can probably end it on. <laughs> All right. Which is oh, it's fucking sus because like, it susses me out. And my friend that ends up in the System. hospital industry paradigm complex whatever sure. however you say it ends up in that fucked up thing kind of was like egging me on with the conspiracy in my head so it like didn't help at all but when I woke up after I got surgery last time right I I totally had a sore pelvis mm. right mm. and I'm like oh what the hell like, oh, like my internals feel a bit fucked up but I fully have this like sore pelvis and then um and I'm not implying that anything happened 
during surgery. But then, yeah, we, I guess we've discussed before how the medical industry tends to have these sketchy things go on. Um, I don't know. I just hope nothing happened to me while I was unconscious. Because when I woke up as well, mm. I came to, and I don't remember shit. I could have been acting like a maniac beforehand. But from my recollection, when I came to, I was completely reasonable the guy like sort of came over like oh you're alright and I said oh yeah cool and then he sort of gave me some more drugs and then it was like oh everything was sweet but when my doctor came in the guy implied that I'd been like quite complacent or something right so I'm not sure if I just like totally got but this complete like you know like, what do you mean complacent what do you mean he thought you were complacent uh, he was implying to the doctor that I had been complacent and I was like oh not complacent it was, that's maybe not the word he used but it was some word that was implying that I was like oh like fucked up yeah <laughs> and wanted either wanted drugs or just needed treatment because I was like oh like a bit fucked coming out and was sore or something you know but like the way he said it made it sound like I was heaps like all I could remember was being completely reasonable he sort of tells the doctor that I've been a bit fucked and then later on I'm thinking like why is my pelvis sore did you ever done it at a reputable hospital yeah Fuck. I would, well, I don't know, up the road, you know, yeah. however fucking reputable that is. Pretty fucking backwater in some regards, but in other regards, it went completely fine and I was very happy with what happened. But, like, that was this weird personal conspiracy theory that did play on my mind a little bit, which I'm just trying not to think about if I got raped in a hospital or something while I was unconscious. Fuck. I hope, <laughs> I hope they don't hear this episode. They can be, they can be um, well, I, like I said, I doubt it happened. Sure. It's probably just this like retarded reaction, like being sore after being held down for surgery or something, you know. But, Who held you down, though? No, you know what I like mean. Pinned like pinned down sort of thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure nothing happened. Or just lying on your back and not used to it, so there's pressure on your back in a different yeah, way. Or something, you know? Yeah, I'm sure it was nothing. Yeah. But it was fun to think about retarded shit when you think about retarded shit all the time. Fuck. Question everything. That's I gotta get tested, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I saw some electrical you driving along today saying HV testing on the back. <laughs> <laughs> looks so gay from a distance. Wow. <laughs> Shit, bro. I wouldn't want to do that. From running out of like a covered ute kind of thing on the back. No. Do your free HV test with my dipstick. Yeah, exactly. Well, fuck, man. I think we've covered about all there is to cover this week. It's been a blast having you with us. If you haven't come here before, you get an idea of a bit of, a bit of the spread about the, the cones and dough experience. You can spread it on. It's just why we talk about this, about the, that. Yeah, Beyonce, you can spread it on, girl. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I said my man Snoop is going to tell you to spread it on. Yeah, we're going to spread it on. We're going to spread it on, boys. Have you got a techno song for me this week, Conan, that we could maybe get on the shizzle mine, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you might be down for this, actually. Um, we had some beats over the beginning, but I don't know if this is possible to rap over Snoop. I know you're a good rapper. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll see you next week, big boy. See you, Snoop. <laughs>